This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. From the Willow Window Broadcast Center. Willow Window. Making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks. Online at willowwindow.pro. Now live from NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. Um, Larry Roston is sitting in front of me. Now you're uh, kind of a halfway guest this morning. Because we got, uh, we really have a good guest this morning. We certainly do. But I, I want, you, I want you to mention a special event that's happening over at uh, the theater. Shelby Brentley, mm-hmm. our general manager, she is celebrating her 11th year uh, there at the theater. That's amazing. It is amazing, and she does a wonderful and a great job, and she's a wonderful person. She's the one, just before the movie starts, she's up there uh, doing some commercials, but mostly just talking to the people and telling them how much fun they're going to have and all the things that they can do and please turn off your phone and those type things. Correct. But, but she's, she's really, I mean, she looks like a movie star up there. She does an excellent job on that little promo, welcoming everybody to the theater, and she's just, just a wonderful person. Yeah, and of course everybody knows Larry because he's the one standing next to that podium, and you you show everybody where they're supposed to go and welcome them, and it's the only time, as long as I've known you, that you smile. Is that now, right? Yeah, <laughs> you like all the customers coming in, but uh, I, well, every once in a while you'll tell uh, one of these uh, dumb jokes. I don't know how how else to explain it. You're like John Blankenship. You've never said anything that was funny, but you kind of you kind of chuckle a little bit, like Red Skelton used to do, and, and all those things. <laughs> well, I guess old Red has rubbed off on me a little bit, because that was one of my favorite comedians, along with Jack Benny and Red Skelton and uh, all those great guys. You're and, showing your age. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he was a uh, he was one of those people. Uh, when you remember when he did the pledge to, to, to uh, as far as pledge to the nation, you know, right? He uh, he did it in such a way and explained it what it really meant. And if you can listen to that without mm-hmm. getting tears in your eyes, well, there's something wrong with you. That's right. It's just really special. He does a great job. Yeah. Well, we got with you this morning here, Terry Robbins. Yes, I know Terry. You used to go to church with him. Oh, well, good, good. And, 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 and then I started going in a different direction. I went from Baptist to Church of Christ. And, and, and I, I guarantee you, um, Daryl Lewis is listening because he's my preacher uh, <laughs> at Crescent. And he, he's jumping up and down and cheering and all that stuff. So... You, you know how it is, Terry. I mean, my goodness. Jackie and I went to church with y'all for a long, long time over at Southeast Baptist. Yes, we did. And a great church. It, it, it really was and is. I mean, yes. uh, you guys started so many different programs as far as uh, ministering to other people and, and building houses and all those things. I, uh, that's one of Jackie's favorite uh, places to go w- was over in South Dakota, and uh, you've been there. You've been part of it, and it, it gives you a special feeling when you're doing something for for somebody else, doesn't it? it it's more than just a special feeling. Yeah. It, uh, it it just gives you the hope that hey, yeah, there is something better. Yeah. And and you see how other people live, 
and mm-hmm. you, you try to do things for them that would make their lives a little bit better. And uh, I know you remember Fern, Fern's house, a, a little lady and, and sweet as she could be. And by the time that you guys met her, she was almost 80 years old. Mm-hmm. And tell me what you did for her. Well, Fern, Fern uh, called up to us uh, and asked if we would come and help her with her house mm-hmm. when we were there on a mission trip mm-hmm. in the summer. And uh, the, they went out there to, to put a screen door on her house because she had all these flies from all the buffalo and, yeah. and everything that they were had around the house there. And uh, they looked at it and they said, well, the screen door that they put on was the best part of the house that all it was was a, actually was just what you would have in your backyard as a shed, mm. a plywood shed. Mm-hmm. And that's what she lived in uh, morning, noon, night, winter, summer, whenever. And uh, It gets cold. It there. gets cold, cold. Yeah. And she actually told us about when she grew up, she grew up in a teepee. And uh, so Miss Fern had lived a lot of years, and she deserved better. Yeah. And so when we came back, we discussed that, and uh, it was decided that she needed a new house. Not not a new screen door, but a new house. Yeah. And uh, so we put our heads together, uh, had a lot of help from a lot of the community. Haynes Brothers de- donated uh, the, the materials, even mm-hmm. built the walls for us that we hauled up there. Had a truck and a man from uh, Woodbury that hauled the hauled everything up there for us. Yeah. Uh, got all of our, a lot of the stuff donated, and then our crew went, and Jackie went with them. And, and, and uh, that was one of the best times she ever had. It was. Now, I told you earlier, her, my favorite thought of Jackie is when she came back and she was so excited because she got to use a nail gun. I think she got one a little bit later than she used on our house. <laughs> oh boy, uh, she was she was bound to determine she was going to use that nail gun though. Yeah, yeah. And and, and she loved Sarah Bell. I mean, uh, they were big buddies every time they would they would go up there. And of course, Sarah Bell, uh, they absolutely love her uh, on the reservations and all those places up there. And uh, she she's amazing. I, if you've ever met Sarah Bell, you've met one of the best people that's ever been on this earth because she just absolutely loves doing things for them up in the Dakotas. Done, done a lot of good things for the people up there. That they, You know, you think about how little they have, yeah. but yet they're so blessed because they live in a land that is just so pure and so good. And uh, they're, still, they're still happy. Now, so, who who managed all of those carpenters that were up there? Uh, I don't. I think everybody did together. Uh, you know, I don't really know who the foreman was on that job. Because those uh, houses are pro- are not lopsided. Because I've seen them. No, uh, actually, you know, it was all built in panels and everything. So we put it together, and then. Uh, I know Bill Gunner's son uh, went up there to do the electrical on it. Uh, Remember Bill? Yeah, Bill was there with us. Uh, uh, Barbara Bowman's uh, husband Charlie, Charlie went with us. Uh, mm-hmm. Charlie was useless though. All he all he <laughs> wanted to do was fall <laughs> off the roof. <laughs> I so, heard uh, I heard that's where he got religion when he started falling off that, the roof. That is right. That, Bless his heart. Yeah, you bet you. Yeah. And, y'all, y'all had quite a few people that worked for Murfreesboro Electric. Yeah, that was we going did. to southeast during that time. Yeah, it, it was such a great Kelton, church. Kelton, no one. Yeah, I, yeah, Kelton was a big manager over there. Yeah, uh, I was I was thinking back uh, uh, about southeast, and uh, it, it seemed like it's one of those churches where everybody just kind of moved in the same direction, and they had a lot of talent there. I know they put on the shows and. And um, back in in Easter time or or, mm-hmm. or getting close to uh, Christmas and all those times that they had some really great singers and great entertainers. I mean, I was just absolutely just um, I, I couldn't believe we had that much talent. That, it's amazing that the that people uh, when you walk down the streets you don't realize 
the talents that so many people have. Yeah. And uh, when you congregate them all together like that, you have such a blessing out of yeah. it, really. Well, I, I know uh, I had Lisa Williams sing at Jackie's funeral and, and my mother's funeral. And uh, what a beautiful voice. And, and when, when people are willing to do those type things for you, that, that's a, that expresses a, a, a lot of uh, thought and a lot of love. Yep. And those people are full of it there. I mean, they really are. But but your preachers, I remember uh, the two preachers I remember the most, uh, Archie, he came from Putnam County. I think that's correct. Mm, Smithville, somewhere up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, actually, I think he was from Cookville. And then and, and, uh, uh, the one, I, I guess they're both... The, the the two that I remember most were there over 20 years, which is something they were. you don't see much anymore. Well, our our current pastor, uh, Joe Vinson, Joe grew up in Woodbury. Uh, Joe was our youth pastor for 10 years, and then yeah. we called him as pastor. He's been there over 24 years now. Isn't that something? Yeah. We grow them. But it doesn't grow that much anymore, does it? Because there's so there's so many churches that we have in our community. A lot, now. a lot of churches. Uh, we got a we got a community that needs it, but uh, it's not a it's not a growing community anymore like it was. Can't have too many. Nope. Tell me a little bit about uh, a group that probably does as much as anybody else when they're trying to deliver the word, and that's the Gideons. The Gideons is the largest evangelical organization in the world uh -huh. and the oldest in the United States, for sure. Yeah. Uh, started in 1898 when two men met in a hotel room and uh, they had both promised their mothers that they would read the Bible every night. And although they were... Uh, uh, sharing a room in a hotel, they, these were traveling salesmen, mm -hmm. and uh, so they read the and they decided they need to do more about telling people about Jesus, mm -hmm. and uh, this is that's how the Gideon ministry happened. And uh, today there's uh, almost two hundred seventy thousand members of it around the world. Well, that's a lot of Bibles being put out too, isn't it? Uh, over sixty nine million last year. Now, do you would any country be excluded from receiving the Bibles? No. Even we, even in Iran and and uh, we're, it, Russia, China. There there are Christians uh, in in all those countries uh, that there's uh, some 17 countries across that uh, divide that uh, are mostly Muslim countries. Mm -hmm. There's still Christians in those countries. But there's not an active Gideon organization there. How, uh, how, how dangerous is it to be a Christian in those particular countries? Uh, it, it would be a, not only dangerous to you, it would be dangerous to your whole family and everybody that's involved in your family. Because uh, not only does, does it physically harm you, it, uh, it comes to a point where nobody even will talk to you, do business with you, or anything else, and so you end up just starving to death So how do from you, everything. How, how are you able to give those people over there, the Christians, and anybody else that would, would like to read the Bible, how can you do that in a safe way? Uh, we do it by For place, you and them. We do it by placing them in places where people travel, in hotels, motels, uh, airport, in airplanes even. Where we can, we, we put the Bible there, and once that Bible is there, it's open for somebody to open it up and read it. And when they open that Bible up, the, one of the first things they see or in the front of it is a thing that says where to find help in times of need. I can't even read that. that, that yeah, it's a little bitty, isn't it? There's no way that I could ever read it, even with a magnifying glass. I that's, could not. That's right. But... But, but but do you have di are, do you put out different size Bibles and do you ha have uh, the ones that have the larger prints and things like we that? We have we have uh, the Bible is sized because of the type of print. If you print in a foreign language, we print the Bibles in a hundred languages. Mm -hmm. 
uh, all over the world. And uh, when you print the Bible in certain languages, it takes up more room than it does others. Mm -hmm. uh, now, you can print testaments. We have personal testaments that we use that we give to schools or to children, to youth mm -hmm. uh, in colleges or whatever, and use for our own personal use. And those are pocket-sized testaments. Yeah. But uh, in uh, uh, places like Adam's Place, we can provide a, a New Testament in Psalms uh, wrapped in plastic. Uh, it's in a, ha in a uh, soft cover. Mm -hmm. uh, we can do hardcover Bibles like we place in hotels. Uh, so, you know, these are different sizes, different uh, types, just depending upon the uh, need of the printer. Now, those would be free to the to the places that you give them. Yes, that's they are free. Yeah. And you're and you're asking, well, now, how do we fund that, aren't you? Uh, no, I really wasn't. Well, why don't you ask that? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Terry. I tell you what, <laughs> I could pick on you all day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell, huh? tell me how you fund them. And uh, and let's talk a, a you you talk a little bit about the people who become Gideons and and how much it means to okay. them. Okay, uh, you I, you may not be aware the headquarters the international headquarters for the Gideons International is in Nashville. I'm aware of it. You told okay. me when you came here. And uh, and they are uh, the uh, work that we're doing that that uh, is coordinated locally in our what we call a camp just like Gideon had his camp mm -hmm. and uh, we have two camps here in Murfreesboro and then one in Smyrna yeah uh, all across in fact in uh, at the end of April we're going to have a our state convention here at the Embassy Suites Hotel Wow and we'll have Gideons from all over the all over the state uh, uh -huh. including our international president who will be speaking to us uh, where is he at, from he is from Colorado. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, as as we gathered, in fact, the Gideon Convention was the first large convention they had in the Embassy Suites Hotel when it opened. It I was think the I remember first that. large one. Yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, we've been, been blessed to have that. Uh, but the Gideons, uh, as they go into the countries, you ask how we get them there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have we do what we call a blitz, where we'll send a, a group of men into a country, say, or a city, and uh, we will ship in uh, container loads of of uh, scriptures. Mm -hmm. And at times they will go for two weeks at a time, and they may place as many as 500,000 Bibles or testaments uh, in in a two-week period. That's amazing. And they do it hand to hand, one at a time. Yeah, you guys are are special. What really motivated you, Terry, to become a Gideon? Uh, Larry Elrod asked me to do it. I remember Larry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's he's not useless after all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, we had our uh, the, a meeting in the in the. 13-story building downtown, uh, what do they call it, the city center or whatever, and the restaurant that was on top of that building. Wow. Uh, yeah, uh, back in the early years. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I think I ate there one, maybe one time. A beautiful restaurant. You had a view that wouldn't quit. Yeah, they closed the restaurant down mm -hmm. after a while. Yeah. But uh, it, it's it's in that organization, uh, uh, it's just like our churches in that uh, we have a group of people in our church, and that group of people get together and they do the work of the church. Mm -hmm. Well, the Gideons have a camp, and they get together and do the work of the camp. And we ask uh, those Gideons to do certain things. It's made up of uh, business and professional men mainly. Yeah. Uh, everything from farmers uh, to doctors, lawyers. Uh, and, from and all everything. types of religions. All types of religions, uh, evangelical churches uh, all around the world. Yeah. Now, what would you, if you was going to tell people what evangelical is, how would you explain that? Uh, it would be a church that would profess Jesus as their Lord and their Savior. Yeah. Uh, they would uh, profess the Bible to be the inerrant word of God, as mm -hmm. 
as inspired by God. Uh, they would be people who would uh, believe in, in God and the Trinity, for instance. Yeah. Uh, do Do you have Bibles that uh, stick strictly to the Jewish faith rather than uh, uh, something that, that, like us, we, we're strong believers in Jesus? Uh, we have a, a thing called a New Testament that speaks to the Jewish faith. <laughs> I should have known that was going to come. <laughs> but 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 let's get back to okay. the. Uh, I, I am still kind of focused on how you were able to get the Bibles into an area where um, it, it, it's a dangerous process. Uh, I have uh, I have met men and women from all over the world yeah. we have international conventions also where people come and yeah. we're going to have one in july in orlando even we were supposed to have it in nashville last year and it got canceled mm -hmm. but uh these people come and they tell you our, and we get letters all the time from people uh where they have to give up everything so they can do what we do mm -hmm. Uh, for instance, if you're in uh, uh, Africa or India or somewhere like that, and you have to travel to uh, go distribute scriptures to a, to a school, for instance, mm -hmm. uh, you may they may travel all day long, make that distribution, and then travel all night long to get back home so they can go back to work the next day. Mm. And during that day, they've lost all of their income. And if they're in a particular country where you you earn what you eat that day, mm -hmm. then you've lost the meal and the food and everything for that family that day. So they give up a lot to be uh, to do the work of getting that scripture placed out there. You mean the, the businesses will not support them w when they're going to be out for that particular day? Mm -hmm. And I would think a lot of them might. Uh, of course, we're in a different world right now than what you and I grew up a in. A lot of these people have their own business. They yeah, are okay. uh, they're farmers, uh, they're uh, entrepreneurs, the business people, uh, store owners, mm -hmm. you know, storefront owners and all. And if they're not there, then, then there's, they can't sell their goods or whatever. And so uh, they just give it up for that particular time. But you receive a gift of going out and doing things for the people out there. Well, uh, that gift would be uh, just being able to see the faces of children who uh, may have a Bible, a testament handed to them mm -hmm. for the, that they have never seen actually the written a written book before. Yeah. And have somebody come up to you and say, this is free, it's yours. You know, yeah. to have a book of their own. Now, the, the the church that used to be a, a church of Christ, the building itself, it was Church of Christ. It it is uh, changed the one on Broad Street, uh, East Broad Street, and uh, it, it's uh, I think the the Cop religion started yeah yeah Coptic. yeah I think the religion started in, in Egypt if Egypt. I'm not mistaken. But it is a Christian church. Yes, it is. And, uh, and a lot of people, uh, I've, I've heard a lot of people have asked, you know, what type of church is that? And uh, they were one of the groups that started the Christian church in Egypt. And um, there were a lot of people who died uh, uh, for supporting their particular religion. And still do. Yeah. And it, it's amazing. I, I, th I think I'm going to try to get them on my show one day and let people, let them explain to the people here in Murfreesboro what exactly uh, it means to be a member of that church. They may be able to do what your pastor can't do, and that's get you straightened out, Truman. Daryl has tried. <laughs> bless his heart. I think all of my preachers have tried <laughs> over the years. Yeah. And... But you know, um, I try. I, I I I want to be as good as I can be, <laughs> and sometimes it's very difficult for somebody like me. Uh, I just I've got too much um, meanness in my brain, and it it, it just won't. I, I keep shaking my head trying to get it out. 
But one of these days, I'm going to be better. I, I, if, if anybody could change my life, it was Miss Jackie. Bless yeah, her heart. That's right. And she worked hard at well, it. Well, I'll tell you what. That it, it took somebody as sweet as her to do it. That's right. And, you're, exactly. and you're exactly right. She was a, a, as sweet a lady that ever walked on this earth, I, I guarantee you. So what it, what what if you had a thought process in your head as what am I receiving by going out and making sure that the Bible can be read in places that you wouldn't even think about? I know that uh, the mission trips go on. I know Bud Mitchell's gone to a lot of them. You know Bud. Yeah. And he's gone to a lot of places, and he reaches out into areas that are they're not safe at all, but there is a very there's a big interest in learning uh, what each one of the uh, uh, processes that you have to become a Christian. And and that's a big, big thing because you and I know that there have been people that have been slaughtered just because they believed in Jesus and, and they wanted to pass that on. But uh, a lot of people, they're, you hear about people not going to church as much as they used to or not teaching their children what, what they did back in the old days. But uh, I don't think that People today really realize how vital it is to be able to have your faith. Well, kind of kind of brought to mind a, a, a saying that one of the ladies that does the home remodeling show on TV says, "How'd that how'd that go?" You know, she she. Oh, you're watching some strange shows. Yeah. But uh, but she says uh, when they talk about uh, redoing their house and uh, then they can't sell it because it looks terrible. Mm -hmm. And she says, well, how did that go? Yeah. Well, that's that's what happens when you think about uh, the work that uh, the Christians do. Yeah. Uh, you you try to you wonder why is it so difficult for people to understand? You look at the life today and the life we lived when we were younger mm -hmm. it, it's a different world it is and a lot of that is because people don't attend church they don't read their bible and they don't adhere to the faith that uh and all most church the, is in your heart most most of those people are, are a lot of those people most churches aren't even saved yeah because they don't live that life yeah and, uh, and so it's it's important for us to place a bible out there somewhere where at some point in time, if you're in a low point of your life, you still got some hope. Yeah. And and that's the we probably sell hope more than anything else. You think about uh, Christians, and the first thing that comes in my mind is love. Christians have love in their heart, and if you think about real strong love, you think about God, who um, wanted us to be uh, uh, loving our, our neighbors and, and following uh, the Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. And he laid out the laws for us, and we just couldn't follow them. Uh, man is just mm. not made that way. And the only way that God kind of figured out that the only way they're going to make it is they're going to have to have somebody to pay for their sins and who did he pick he picked his son jesus and can you imagine that kind of love you, you can go back to abraham and and think about you know how the kind of the first story of sacrificing your son which god would not let him but he um but he he, he did um uh, make the effort and he was going to make the effort but you, if you think of somebody just loving us that much, uh, how could you ignore it? It just doesn't make sense, does it? And, and well, you think of people in prison when uh, they're they're stuck there, they're away from their families, they're, uh, they're everything in their life is taken away from them. Yeah. Uh, they don't have anything else but some hope. Yeah. And, and uh, because they don't have anybody to love them, it's. Uh, you can well. 
I kind of think if I remember right, you used to be around the jail or something, didn't you? Yeah. And, uh, and you and you saw I stayed the, there too much sometimes. Yeah, the animosity, the hatred, the the uh, despair that you see on people's faces and things like that, and it's at that point in time where they need they need love, but there's only one love that they really need, and that's uh, the the sacrificial love of Jesus. Now you you put a a lot of Bibles in corrections facilities. Anytime we can. Across the country. Anytime we can. Which is good. Um, being around prisoners, I had so many changes of thoughts because, you know, a lot of uh, uh, those were hardcore prisoners mm -hmm. and, and they wanted to use every effort that they could think of to get on your good side. Oh, yeah. And that what would really make me feel good would be prisoners that really did change and then they become ministers themselves and they can go into places like jails and penitentiaries and spread the word a whole lot better than anybody else because yeah. they can relate to what each prisoner is going through That's right and that makes a big difference now we have we have several men who have done that uh, who are are now uh, saved and, and professing a man called Bill Say, mm -hmm. big drug dealer. And Bill's been in this area before. I met him uh, out in uh, Christiana not not long ago. But these are these are people that saw what the problem was, uh, and uh, the uh, the opportunity that they had to make a change in somebody else's life that they didn't make in their life until it was too late. Yeah. Now, all the Bibles that you have that go to different countries are primarily in the language of the country itself. Is that correct? We have we have some uh, Bibles that are placed that are two languages, English and maybe French or German or whatever. They'll have uh, both languages in them. Uh, now, do you have any resistance I'm sure you have resistance in some countries. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, commun the, the communistic countries are probably the, the worst to deal with, like in, in China and uh, Russia and some of those others. Uh, Iran comes to my mind as one of the hardest. They're hardcore there against mm -hmm. Christians, most of them. And do you remember uh, the Shah? in Iran before everything changed. Right. Uh, they had gone more to a, a, a European-style country, I, I guess you might say, right. during that particular time. And then uh, it, it's it's amazing where people <clears throat> become so... Uh, brainwash is not the, the, the right word that I'm trying to think of, but they become so radical... Uh, in their beliefs, it, it, it's amazing to me how people can uh, go over to a, uh, a religious belief that believes in, in all of those things that go on, that, that destroys families and everything else, to get away from love. It's, it's, it's always amazed me. I guess it, we, we do that, I guess, when we choose our... Uh, leaders of our countries and things like that. We we all have different uh, ways of uh, looking at things, which is it, and and that's why people need things to read and, and understand, isn't it? That uh, and when when you I mentioned the the children that have never seen a book. Mm -hmm. uh, when when you have an opportunity for the first time to read something, mm -hmm. I'm, I've been watching my my granddaughter learning to read, and she'll sit and she'll read and she puts her ruler down and she follows along the words and and you see the progression of that. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the same thing in, in our understanding of of what yeah. we're reading. Uh, we we can progress, but uh, you don't just snap your fingers and and you know it all. Yeah. Uh, I wish it was easy like that, but it don't. And the same thing as being a Christian, uh, we have to, we have to learn and we have to be discipled, and that's why it's important for uh, 
churches to do their work of teaching and mm -hmm. leading discipling. And people have to know that Christians are not perfect. We're all sinners. That's right. Everybody on this earth is a sinner. There's only been one that ever came here that wasn't. That's right. Which is amazing. Now, you think about when you guys go to. Um, You're a sinner, too. That's right. <laughs> when you go to South Dakota and you see those people that have been raised in an entirely different environment for, for a sense of beginning of time for mm -hmm. them, it's, it's pretty tough to go in there and be welcome to begin with, isn't it? That's right. That's a, it, it, and, and they're not they're not antagonistic, but it's it's a, not the thing that they believe. Mm -hmm. uh, and when you go into a foreign country, for instance, uh, you're bringing something in that's totally foreign to them. Yeah. Uh, if you go into a culture like the uh, Native Americans, when you go into a culture that have been uh, raised, uh, uh, so to speak, by their forefathers, mm -hmm. so to speak, their parents and grandparents and everything, uh, because they had no other knowledge. Nobody told them. Nobody told them any different. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so it's an education process. Uh, that's why we our churches send missionaries all over the world. And yet those missionaries go in and they're... Uh, they're just like you or I. They come from the United States and go somewhere. Yeah. Uh, of course, the United States now is the largest mission field, one of the largest in the world. But when they go in, they're they're not part of that culture. And so what we try to do is we have men and women who are part of that culture. They're native in that country. They live there, and, and that's that's them. And uh, they speak the language. They know the culture. And when they're saved, they can share the difference in their life with what what they have. Just like we're supposed to be sharing the our witness uh, here in America with the people that we come in contact with. Mm -hmm. Well, but in I guess most uh, uh, areas are pretty much the same. In in South Dakota, uh, they're steadfast in their beliefs on how they were raised. They're, they're very strong in that. They, they don't like the change. And when you when you go in and, and, and like you have been and gone up and do great things for them, it's still very, very, very hard to get them in a mode of change because those people, they're very bright, but they have their own culture. And when they go out, a number of them became, have become doctors and uh, uh, engineers and uh, in, in areas where they can become very, very successful, but they still have that pull to go back to their homeland and, and kind of fall back into that uh, I'm not going to change type situation. Well, it's, it's not only that. Uh, what's happened in, in a lot of cases, like with near Native Americans, mm -hmm. uh, we saw this in, at Southeast when we began to work with the Laotian ministries. Yeah. Uh, what they tried to do is they tried to meld their previous beliefs with the Christian belief. Yeah. And that's what we see in South Dakota with the uh, Indians. They they. They still hold to those older beliefs, uh, the, the sun worship and things of this sort. And they try to mail that in with the Christian belief. Uh, and and uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a something that you just have to work with uh, uh, to find them, uh, bring them to the point of, of true faith. Yeah, but you don't want to just completely turn them away from what their forefathers have placed in their minds. And, and it would almost, could you kind of relate that? To, they're almost being traitors to their, to what they have been taught through all the years of time. And, and uh, um, that's a, I, as I think about it, it's one of the most difficult things in the world to do mm -hmm. and to do it right and, and, and still maintain a relationship 
with that. Well, let's let's use an example out of your your history. Uh, you're teaching somebody how to how to shoot. Yeah. And they keep pulling, they keep pulling it. Okay. And 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 they they just you just can't get them to understand that they've got to do it this way. Uh, somebody playing golf and they're trying to hit the ball into the hole, and they, or they are driving the ball and it keeps slicing it. These, these are things in life that, that we deal with each and every day. We have to come to a point of focus where we have an understanding of why we do it that way. Mm-hmm. Why do we hit that ball and why do we turn our hips just the right way so that that ball doesn't slice or, or whatever. Now, do they read uh, in their own language uh, up in the Lakota Territory uh, when you have when you give them Bibles and, and you're teaching Sunday school and things like that, um, do, the, do the young ones accept things pretty much as they're taught? And do the the, um, the men in the Lakota tribes do they accept what you're teaching to their young ones? They're uh, amenable. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm saying is that uh, uh, they still have their beliefs, but they're allowing their children to hear these things that you're teaching. Yeah. Uh, the same thing in the school when they learn to read English, learn to read and write. Now, of course, they they fall back to the time when uh, they were the Indians were made to sit in the uh, in the Christian schools, mm-hmm. the Catholic school or Christian or whatever. And 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 uh, they would cut off their hair and and make them if they uh, uh, spoke in their own language, for instance, mm-hmm. they they would uh, uh, punish them for that. So it's it's things that they have in their in their memories that that prevent them from totally understanding or, or agreeing with it. Sometimes they're not too far off of. What we teach, uh, as far as uh, the afterlife and and how you get there and things like that, mm-hmm. which I find quite fascinating. Uh, the the process is a little bit different, but they still have very strong beliefs. Almost every culture has that. Every you know every all these cultures, somebody believes in something else. Yeah. Somebody you know. Uh, the belief, afterlife belief in it, God. It, it is is the thing that we all believe and, in, and we know we're going to die, so there's going to be an afterlife of some kind. Yeah, and so you have to come to an understanding of that, and that's where the Bible comes in. It's uh, it it gives you a good overview, all the way from the beginning, and uh, from the beginning, uh, God had a plan for us. Yeah, uh, that. Once, once we got reached a certain point, he was going to send Jesus back again, and uh, that's when we go in, go into the afterlife uh, forever. Sarah Bell, of course, you know her very, very well. well she's older than older than dirt. Yeah, I know oh, her gosh, well. Oh gosh, you know she she listens to the show <laughs> a lot. So I don't know if she's listening today. Bless her heart. Sarah, Sarah's used to me. <laughs> yeah. but but she can relate back, and she's very strong in the way that they believe the Lakota tribe, and I guess it's probably just about all the tribes are very similar to that. And uh, she uh, has such a great love Mm -hmm. for the Lakota people. And when you think about it, most of us are, there's very little difference in all of us. If If you think of all the ethnic groups and everything like that, uh we're we're pretty much the same and but but we're very strong in the in the beliefs the way they are taught to us and uh it, it's um i just i just really have a a, a fascination with you look at all the different ones and how they're taught but they're all very very similar uh but we all, those of us 
that have been passed on through, uh, I guess, what, Catholicism was maybe the mm -hmm. original part, and it's broken out in different groups and things like that. But if, if you get back, I've heard people get very angry because, say, if, if it's us in the Church of Christ and maybe... Uh, Baptist or uh, Methodist. I, what are you, Larry? Presbyterian? Cumberland Presbyterian. Yeah. Did you see the way he said that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my goodness. But when you get right down to it, we're pretty much the same. We, but but we, we just have our strong beliefs in the way it is taught to us. And a lot of times, we don't want to be flexible, do, do we? Well, you, you've got the same thing with your Muslim people. Uh, they believe in the same God, but but it, but the the way that they it what is the the Quran and yeah. the way yeah. it's set up it, it it if you misinterpret it it can be pretty bad. Mm -hmm. I, I think uh, isn't that rude? They're playing music right in the middle of our hard thoughts. All right, we're gonna take oh, a but, quick break. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Since 1981, Willow Windows been making homes beautiful all over Tennessee. From decks and railings to doors and windows, visit willowwindow.pro. Willow Window, the official sponsor of the WGNS Studios. Willowwindow.pro. Adams Place is a premier senior living facility in Murfreesboro, offering independent living, assisted living, memory care, health care center, and on-site rehabilitation. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today. Enjoy gentle joint exercise in the indoor pool, our soda shop, and many planned activities and trips for every taste. Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard. Friends, I've got some great news for you from Discount Mattress. They're moving, and to reduce cost, all remaining inventory is priced to go. You can save even more on their already discounted prices. They're located at 1614 Northwest Broad Street near the Georgetown Kroger. Discount Mattress has been serving Murfreesboro's mattress needs since 2001, is locally owned and operated, and is excited to offer these reduced prices prior to their move. Stop in today at the corner of North Northwest Broad and Northfield to take advantage of the moving sale prices. This is Scott. It's now time to make your health a priority with a quick and easy health assessment at Low T Center where they exclusively specialize in us men and they follow strict medical guidelines for your health and safety. And they are one of the leading men's medical providers in the country. Low T Center has really reinvented the doctor's visit and they make it quick and easy for us men to get in and get all of our levels checked out, not just our testosterone. It starts with an annual wellness exam where they do a comprehensive health assessment so you know all your numbers that are important to your health. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, have noticed weight gain or loss of muscle mass, they could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low T Center can determine the cause and help. And now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety. $135 a month for self-pay or covered by most health insurance. So book your annual wellness exam today. Go to LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Hey, this is Taylor with Bell Jewelers inviting you to come shop with us. Bell Jewelers is fortunate to have three on-staff GIA certified gemologists and one of the major benefits to that is that we know value. As a customer, I would feel more confident going to somewhere that has certified gemologists on staff. Bell Jewelers. 821 Northwest Broad Street across from Toots. Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system. WGNS listeners get $50 off. 615-930-0088. A whole house air purifier. 615-930-0088. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. To highlight the state's number one industry, Governor Bill Lee has proclaimed March 23rd as Tennessee Ag Day. 
Tennessee Department of Agriculture invites citizens to join them in celebrating agriculture and forestry businesses and workers. The special day is set aside to help people understand how food and fiber are produced and the role farmers and foresters play in providing safe, abundant, and affordable products. There's a link on our website, wgnsradio.com, to find out more about the food and fiber products of Tennessee. Families with loved ones in the Alvin C. York VA Hospitals Community Living Center are pushing to be able to see their loved ones, but the VA hospital is still restricting visitations. Officials have released a statement saying COVID case numbers in Rutherford County have not lowered enough to allow them to loosen the visitation rules. Homeless in Rutherford County will have an opportunity to get the COVID-19 vaccine this Friday, March 26th. St. Thomas Rutherford Hospital offering the Johnson & Johnson single-dose vaccine for the homeless, those at risk of becoming homeless, along with the staff of any local agency that works with the vulnerable community. Vaccines will be administered inside First Baptist Church on East Main Street in Murfreesboro. Guests are asked to enter through the church gym on Vine Street near the Vine South Academy Street intersection. The Williamson County Sheriff's Office says they're investigating two people's deaths inside a trailer home on Monday night. According to reports, deputies responded to a call at the home on Arlo Road and found two victims shot dead. Officials did not release the name of the men or the details of a possible motive or suspect. News on demand 24-7 at WGNSRadio.com. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. MTSU's College of Liberal Arts and the Sin Federal Credit Union present MTSU Arts, your ticket to hundreds of visual and performing arts events each year. During our 2020-2021 season, you can enjoy events virtually from the comfort of your own living room. Join the MTSU Arts Patron Society and enjoy member-only benefits. Visit mtsu.edu slash mtsuarts to learn more and join today. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. Few spotty rain showers at times this afternoon with mostly cloudy skies, high in the upper 60s. Southeast winds are on 10 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 30. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 61. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Popcorn Pop Fresh Daily, their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard. It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450 and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back. Uh, Terry Robbins. Uh, of course, uh, we have covered a lot of territory, but I don't think we could cover it in two or three days, all the things that you guys do, and explain it to everybody in a certain way, because uh, it's a big business but it's not a business it, it, it's right. something that's given to the uh, everybody that lives in this world has a chance to read and find out about Jesus and and, and that is a major subject in the New Testament uh, even in the Old Testament there are things that are mentioned about his coming and, and it's been All going on through. since since the beginning of time mm-hmm. But uh, it's a tough, can people learn what you're trying to give them the opportunity to learn by themselves, by reading the Bible? 
the people can learn by reading the Bible, but not unless the Spirit leads them to that. Yeah. Because no one comes to know Jesus except through the Spirit. Yeah. The Holy Spirit. And the Bible tries to give you the whole history of it does where uh, where God wants us to be able to learn from. It, 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 and people are put there for us, but uh, you have to be willing to accept it, don't you? Well, um, your your pastor would be the one of the first to admit that people don't read the Bible. Yeah. And the, and the problem with reading the Bible is that we don't learn from the past. And it's hard to read it on your own, though, uh, with, without any uh, one giving you kind of like a professor-type uh, look at what had happened in, in Genesis uh, all the way through to, until you get to the New Testament. And then uh, I think that that's where the Christian part comes in from the New Testament on. I've, uh, I have heard and seen and met uh, dozens of people that were saved as a result of reading Scripture right. out of the Bible. Uh, one of the testimonies I share when I go to a church and speak is about a lady from Ireland who was raised in the Catholic Church that came mm -hmm. to the United States, checked into a hotel. And as she began to unpack, like, such as we would do, mm -hmm. she heard a voice say, your name is in that book. And it kind of startled her. She, didn't, she wasn't fearful, but she just didn't know. Mm -hmm. And so she didn't pay any attention to it. She went on about her packing, unpacking, and, and again, she heard the voice again, Truman. Mm -hmm. And it says, your name is in that book. And this time she became a little bit unnerved and all. And she thought, well, maybe it was outside in the hallway. And she looked, nobody was there, nobody in the bathroom, nobody under the bed. And uh, so she went back to unpacking again. And when she opened that uh, uh, desk drawer next to the bed where Gideon's normally place a Bible, there was a Gideon place Bible there, mm -hmm. something that somebody had purchased for us. And... Uh, she opened that book up, and when she did, sure enough, her name was in that book. Wow. It was in Genesis chapter 35, and she read about Sarah when Sarah was giving birth to her son, mm -hmm. and uh, and she died, and she named him, uh, Benoni, uh, named him Benjamin, uh, named him Benoni, and uh, Sarah Benoni read that in that book right there, and she was saved, and she became a... Uh, uh, evangelists, so to speak, uh, her whole family and everybody else is saved as a result of the Spirit leading her to that book in that Bible. Yeah, I think God gives us a chance. Uh, he he he's got everybody. I, I, I'm sure that he's the one that puts you in this direction, Terry. Yeah. Because yeah. you you've always had that that Spirit about you. There's just some people when you're around them, you can feel it. Which is amazing. Uh, Larry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got Larry. <laughs> Bless let, his heart. Let me let me tell you something though about the in the beginning. How long you got? You got time to listen? Uh, we're out of time, but we're continuing on. All right. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I don't want to take it. No, time. no, no, no. Go, go ahead. Uh, in the early days, there were three men that started this, mm -hmm. and one of those men uh, was such a good witnesser, a, a good man. He cared about the traveling salesman. They they were called drummers back then, mm -hmm. and uh, and what they'd do is they'd go around and travel all the time, sometimes on wagons, sometimes on trains or whatever. Mm -hmm. But he was well known as as the uh, uh, Bible Bible paper man because he worked for a paper, and he was well-known all across the northern part of the central part of the United States there from uh, because he was always... He, he went in and got on a train before he left the train, uh, before the train got to the next station. Mm -hmm. Men were saved because he would... Uh, he, he was cared that much about the men that were out there. 
uh, because when they were away from home, they weren't necessarily very good Christian men. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 why we we go into places where, like like Jesus did, yeah. uh, he went in and sat in with the tax collectors and uh, those other people who were uh, not supposed to be good people. Yeah. And that's what that's where we're going. You know, one thing that I'm sure that most of the people that are in the Gideons, uh, what is that? It's not an association. What would you call it? It's an association. Okay. Yeah. Um, You can't be judgmental about other people, can you? Better not be. No. And we're not supposed to be judgmental. And and I I think that's what a lot of people don't understand is that... uh, we're not going out there if we want them to become a Christian. We're not going to judge them the way they are right now. Mm-hmm. You, you, you just want to give them the opportunity to find out for themselves. Because if you don't have that belief in you, uh, it, it, it just it, it, it's not going to work the same way, is it? Well, uh, being judgmental is probably one of the first things they will teach somebody about witnessing. Yeah. About telling other people about your faith. Yeah. And uh, because that's that's the that's, if if you're judgmental, you're you're wasting all of your time, your energy. You're, yeah. you know, they're not going to listen to you. And uh, you you saw that with your past history uh, with failings and everything. Yeah. Uh, but when when we actually uh, the Gideons are actually beginning. Uh, uh, witnessing was always the beginning. Bibles came later. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was seven, eight years later before we began placing Bibles. And uh, the witnessing has always been important. And, and the Gideons right now are, are implementing a program where we will uh, have an opportunity to go to churches mm-hmm. and, uh, and help them teach, help them inspire their, uh, their members and their churches uh, in uh in witnessing and sharing their faith with other people. And churches are really not a building. That's it's right. It's the people in the church. That's when you, you've got somebody that believes in your mind and your heart, then that that's that's the real church. I mean that that's what it's all about. And the way that you um, the way you conduct your life is the hard part, isn't it? Because we all mess up. I mean, we all do things, and and uh, sometimes out of anger or or whatever. Exactly. And uh, <clears throat> you, you try to um, when you go to bed at night, you try to kind of clear that out or erase that if if, if you can or if, if it's possible. It, it um, you know, I try, and, and I hope I think most people do this. Try to. People that are friends of mine, family, uh, been close to, maybe having problems with them. Uh, if you really care, it's hard not to make that prayer at night to hope for better health and all those other things that may be going on in their lives. And mm-hmm. I think that makes a, a big difference, don't you? Because I think most of us have seen something like that happen in uh I think it, it it makes us we feel better ourselves. I know that. Yes, definitely. And uh, you know we we look at the pain that people suffer uh, needlessly. Yeah. I think you know I'm not talking about health pains. I'm talking about the things they do to their families, to yeah. their children, uh, to other members of their family through the drugs, alcohol, uh, you know, even greed. Yeah. Greed's is as much a, a problem as anything else. Yeah, I agree. Any last statement? Uh, Got to wrap up the show. Well, if you have an opportunity, uh, the Gideons are always there. We're we're we just wish there were more open doors. Yeah. So many of those doors have been closed to us today. Uh, Christians too. Uh, you can't can't do can't say a lot of things in in uh, in schools even. Yeah. So uh, we we need uh, we need prayers for everything that uh, that's done out there. Yes, we do.
Larry? The whole bottom line is that it says in the Bible that if you do not forgive those who sin against you, our Lord God in heaven will not forgive us. So yeah. we have to live a life full of love for other people and forgive. I love that thought. Thank you. All right, guys, we will see you in the morning and night. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Since 1981, Willow Windows has been making homes beautiful all over Tennessee. From decks and railings to doors and windows. Visit willowwindow.pro. Willow Window, the official sponsor of the WGNS Studios. Willowwindow.pro.